You're listening to Stories Behind the Songs with Chris Blair. For more information, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at SBTSongs or check us out at ChrisBlair.com. What's up, everybody? This is Chris Blair, and this is another episode of Stories Behind the Songs. This week, we have Gina Veneer with us. Gina actually is our January 2024 Listening Room Unsigned Artist of the Month, and we are so excited we get to spotlight her this week and dive deeper into her career and stories. Gina moved to Nashville about 10 years ago, and from the start has been putting in the work networking, co-writing, and building her community. You're going to hear the story behind her most recent release, Nora Jane, as we break down some of the lyrics. She's also going to play a portion of it. Uh, So if you enjoyed it, give it a stream. It's a good one. And her ability to tell her own story with this one is just incredible. Gina also talks about what it was like being invited by ASCAP to play a writer's round and having tons of people resonate with her story, uh, playing Pride Fest in Nashville and Alicia Keys cover she recently released, and some new music she has coming out in March. You may also hear a sneak peek of Don't Come to My Show, which is an unreleased song that will be coming out very soon. So check that out. Gina's music has that country sound, but with more of an upbeat pop twist to it. She's got several great songs already out, including 50 Bucks and Good For You, available to stream anywhere you find your music. We had a blast sitting down with Gina this week. If you enjoyed what you heard, give Gina a follow. Check her out during the show at The Listening Room, and you can find all of her information in our liner notes, so give it a listen. We also, as always, want to give a special shout-out to our sponsors, Sennheiser, Imperfect Esthetician, and All Clear In-Ears. If you are looking for a good set of in-ear monitors, make sure to take advantage of our code SBTSONGS at checkout for 10% off now. Let's get to it. Here is this week's episode with Gina Veneer. All right, everybody, here we are back again with Gina Veneer. How are you? Good, Chris. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Uh, we have been friends for a long time now. Yes. You've been playing the listening room for years. And um, yeah, it's just great to always have friends on. I know. So many memories on this stage. It's kind of different and unique being on here just talking. Um, but it's fun. I have just the fondest memories of this place oh, because thanks. of you. Yeah. 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 Uh, you also... Um, our just last month, uh, we named you the newest uh, unsigned artist of the month. Thank you for so January much. of twenty four. Thank so, you. Great start to the new year. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a testament to like, I mean, we love watching unsigned artists and just the talent. And um, you know, I've been watching you for a long time now, and just you're Thank just you. so good. Thank you. Yeah, it's an honor. Um, I was just thrilled when you called me and told me that. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's talk about, you know, how you even got here and got into music. You're from Chicago. So walk me through like yep. childhood and when you fell in love with music and made the move. The move happened about 10 years ago. Um, originally, I'm from a small town outside of Chicago, Dixon, Illinois. I always like to say that at shows and people are always like in the crowd. There's always a few of them. That yeah recognize the small town um but moved to chicago started pursuing music right around you know college my college years and just realized it was something i i wanted to pursue on a deeper level and my aunt victoria um 
has lived in Nashville her whole life, has mm. played the stage many times and is in music with her husband. And um, I had just always been visiting Nashville and just grew a really strong connection to mm -hmm. the city and the culture. So it was uh, an easy decision once I decided I wanted to do music full time to, re you know, just replace myself here. Yeah. And uh, it's been, yeah, 10 years. That was like 2013. Um, and it started truly by coming to places like the listening room and going out every night, ne networking, trying to get into writer's rounds and building that community. And I, that's what I love about Nashville. I think yeah. that's what kind of starts your journey here is that sense of community. And it also keeps you here. Yeah. A lot of times when you lose that, you, you know, you give up. Yeah. So having that and having close friends and um, not only artist friends, but, you know, folks like yourself in the industry, um, other creatives. It's just that's that's what I love about being here. So I've stayed um, writing songs and yeah, that's sort of kind of the background. Yeah. A little bit. One of the things I love <laughs> that's so cool about, you know, it's this industry and this town specifically. It's like there's this friendly competitiveness right yes Cause you because everybody is like wants to write that next hit true but there's like this immense love and support and like you said community that is just like you know it's not other other things or industries and other places i see a lot of like oh man like why didn't i get to do that yeah. or like dang man you know it's just that's not that support where it's like here it's that pat on the back and like, you know, great job, you know, and it's, it, it is this just incredible community that I've never experienced anywhere else. I completely agree. It reminds me of like being on a sports team, you know, and it's like in yeah. Nashville, it's still that it's competitive, but you have that sense of, and we love sports. We share yep. our love for sports and you have that sense of like, if we win, we win together. So yeah. There is that like friendly competition because you want to be the best player on the team, but you're you kind of can't win without your collaborators right. and your teammates. So I've always tried to, you know, use my music journey closely to kind of like if there is a sense of competition, like use it as a athletic sort of analogy because yeah. it's, it's helpful kind of being an athlete. Um, you know, in high school and college. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is similar to that, that energy. Um, but Nashville does have this way of still wanting you to win. Yeah. You know, even unsigned artists or the ones that they kind of, um, see that they have stuck around and for years have told, keep writing, keep writing. And then they, they see you or they hear a song and they're like, great like okay i see you yeah. you know and yeah. that's a good feeling yeah um but it's it's quite a process yeah for sure how was it for you like you know when you said when you got here you started just going out to to different writers rounds and yep. networking and all of that how did you build your camp up uh, being myself honestly chris love it and because i was the girl that brought the cajon on stage you know and i still mm -hmm. do because almost people even at the listening room expect it as a drummer, my music background comes from percussion um, that I learned from my dad. He, uh, my whole childhood was in a Blues Brothers tribute band. 
So I always watched him on stage entertaining, also a drummer, DJ, just filled with music. And so I picked up the drums at a very early age. So that's sort of what, that's just me being honest. I think people were like, you know, you still need to work on your songwriting, but you're authentically you. You don't really care a whole lot that, you know, chick drummers playing, you know, really um, personal songs isn't exactly mainstream, (laughs) but it did build me a sense of like, at least I was remembered. Yeah. And, and I think then when, you know, you get the gig and you create, um, a sense of an, a different sort of entertainment, like, like I said, now I, I come to the listening room and they have a special mic set up for me from the Cajon. They're expecting it. And then it creates more of a, like a different type of show. Cause I'll invite, you know, Bonner or Lexi or Sean up on stage with me and I know all their songs. Mm -hmm. So I'm playing all the grooves and somebody's singing BGVs and it kind of creates this different show. So I just kept doing that. And whether it was like, you know, a shtick or whatever, it was me. And I even brought my first few years in sessions would bring the drums into sessions and write, you know, start with a groove and, and a melody. And then people are like, okay, that's different. Um, um as I learned you know, the songwriting process just kind of brought to the table my strengths. Yeah. And we just don't, we don't talk about that a lot because you're always thinking about your weaknesses. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of went with the stuff I knew and, and rolled with it. That's so good. I've, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I don't, I've never been in a right where there's been, I know, you know, <laughs> some people but I mean, are like, what's same, going on? So many people are writing with track guys now right? that it's the same right. thing. Like that's a hundred percent. Yeah. And then like once I was starting to write, write up and write with, you know, better producers and, and things like that, I, gosh, like these days, I don't even bring, I don't bring anything in. It's so funny how you grow and you develop and you really just laser focus on, um, the idea Yeah. and, and try to try to do away with any, any distractions. So yeah, it was like my way of building a track. Yeah. If you will. I love um, it. Yeah. Good segue. Yeah. Let's talk about that idea. So I want to go back yeah. uh, to a couple years ago. You put out uh, one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. that you do. Thank um, you. 2022, Take Me Into the Room, When Nora Jane Was Invented. I was actually just talking about this exact session last night with my co-writer. Um, her name is Savannah Santos um, and Summer Overstreet. So those are the two that... I had, we built this really great friendship. And again, going back to that sense of community, so key. Because you're already so vulnerable by being an artist and a songwriter. Mm-hmm. So the the last thing that you want to do is go into a session where you're even more self-conscious or vulnerable. So with these two, we'd been friends, we'd been writing for a while. This was like 2017, I'm not even kidding. It was so long ago. And we were talking about this idea of, and you might kind of, you know, understand this, but like saving ideas Mm -hmm. where when you know you have a big session coming up and some people in Nashville don't, don't go by that rule. It's like, this is your day. Give your best idea. You know, this is your moment. Um, Don't save ideas. 
a lot of other people are like, no, save ideas for great sessions with people you know you're going to get. Yeah, especially great. as you're as the the longer that you write and you know what idea might be strong for a certain writer, and you're True. like, oh, this is such a good idea. I'm not going to I'm not like not going to let go of this because I've got X Y Z on the books in three weeks. Exactly. Kind of yeah. Yeah. And you learn sort of that cadence of like your schedule and and your ideas. And this one particularly was just a part of my story that like I had had that I wanted to somehow write about, but not be in your face about. And it was just part of my journey and part of my, you know, relationship, um, like process, I guess. And, um, I brought this idea to summer and, and we just, she helped me sort of like more like seamlessly write these thoughts. Like I just dumped all of my thoughts and my feelings and then they were like, okay, let's put this together and let's create something that is a universal love story. So that's where Nora Jane came from. And it is, it is directly my story. You know, there is a, there was a Nora Jane and um, I didn't even plan on putting the song out, but I would play it here uh, I played it the, the moment that I really knew that it needed to be in the world was after I played it um, at 30A. Um, I was invited from ASCAP to go down there and play some songs. And I was on stage with some insanely great hit songwriters. And I played Nora Jane and I, Chris, like so many people came up to me and they do hear still today. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you just wrote my story. Whether... They're they're obviously kind of like replacing Nora Jane with, you know, somebody they were bringing home that they were nervous. Mm-hmm. My dad always relates it to the movie um, Who's Coming to Dinner? I guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah, exactly. Like you can replace your Nora Jane with your, you know, person that you were kind of like just nervous yeah. about. And mine is obviously like was and ca- and can be a little bit more taboo. But when you sing it and write it in the way that we did people were just like girl this is my story so many messages um so six months after that show at 30a uh i put it out and at the time i was signed to uh warner chapel and um a co-venture with um my former publisher and she it was just such a fun process because they really wanted to help me put that song out and so so we did and it's it's been, you know, really fun watching it become other people's sort of um, soundtrack as well. Yeah. And just um, one of my life experiences. <laughs> yeah. I want to break down some of the lyrics um, and talk about like just the process in that room. Um, you know, if it was a, a very quick and easy write or if it was one of those, it was like, man, this is this is deep and like, you know, like takes a while. But hmm. Um, I'm afraid everyone I love won't love me the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that, that, oh my gosh, the turbulence of like, your heart is just, you want to please everybody. That's like, it's like such the human experience. It's like, I mean, especially you want to make your parents proud and, you know, starting as a kid, um, so that that line is just it basically is the whole integrity of the song. Yeah. And then and then you hear, you know, the bridge and it's a happy ending and everyone's just stoked for you. And um and that's where that's where my favorite line comes in is is the bridge like following following the, you know, the trepidation of not not being liked by people and then 
the bridge comes in and you're like, I found everyone I love still loves me the mm. same. And I actually found they love me more because they they only want when you love someone, you want them to, um, I don't know, shine their light, you know, and if you love them. Yeah. And and so that's what I found. I was like, girl, you should have just this should have been out, you know, years ago and, and all that. But it was gosh, I thinking about it. It's 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 really it's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Can we hear part of it? Sure. Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> Uh, first chorus. Okay. First one. Whatever you pick. Okay. Let's do, um, let's do verse one. Let's just kick it off. You can listen to the rest on your own, right? That's right. Yeah. All right. So here's Nora Jane. They used to hate the way Jake smoked his life away And Luke had too many tattoos that didn't really mean a damn thing Can't blame me for my hesitation, why I've been waiting so long Because I see it in my head, that's why I'm scared to death What if this goes wrong? What's my dad gonna do when I bring you home? What's my mom gonna say when I tell her you're the one I love? Tell her you're the one I want. And is my brother gonna hate me? I'm afraid everyone I love won't love me the same. When I tell them your name, mm, Nora Jane. This episode is brought to you by Brit Skin Beauty. Located in the beautiful Indulgence Medi Spa in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, Brittany is the go-to esthetician for facials, dermaplaning, microdermabrasion, waxing, lashes, and any skincare products and consultations. So many people in the music industry use her frequently, and her work speaks for itself. To schedule your next consultation or make an appointment, visit BritSkinBeauty.com or send an email to BritSkinBeauty at gmail.com. Love it. Yeah, so that came out in 2022. Uh, and, 2000, uh, gosh, 2000, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yep. And uh, just, and, and it's still kind of like alive today. I mean, I still play it at all my shows. I've got Nora Jane hats. It's kind of become part of um, what people sort of expect yeah. to hear and um, to talk about. and. And I'm here for that. You know, I, I started this out by saying it's part of my journey. You know, um, it is who I am. But there's so many other, you know, components to being human. And so at first I didn't I was afraid to kind of lead with that because then you might get put into a certain category, which is not a bad thing. But I didn't. That's not why I moved here. You know, yeah. I wanted to be be able to relate to everybody. And so when I explain that to people and when people get to know me better they they can understand like the full complex but um Nora Jane has become something really special um it led me to playing my first uh pride festival the main stage here in Nashville um that was a crazy lineup you know um Tanya Tucker was on the same same uh bill as me that that night and um some great friends Autumn Nicholas uh Brooke Eden and it was just 
it, it led to, you know, it opened up some doors yeah. um, and, and new doors for me. So you just, you, you know, you go in and you, um, you hope that, that it's a song that's, that, um, people remember, but then they, you know, they also want to learn, um, the rest of you and, yeah. and hear the rest of the song. So, um, it's a great, great door opener. Yeah. And everybody yeah. out there listening can go hear the rest of that song. So we'll put in the liner notes where they can find you and follow you Love and it. all of that Thank stuff. You. So thanks Chris. Go do that. Awesome. Um, speaking of songs, uh, you've got new releases come out. Yep. Um, and, um, you, you just recently released a cover, uh, by yeah. Alicia Keys. So what made you decide to put a cover out? So the main, like bill paying gig is playing covers. So I, I'm pretty much playing four or five times a week, um, downtown and, you know, restaurants. And, um, I play about like a two to three hour cover set. And so I've got, I know a lot of, you know, songs and, and they, they do help with your writing, um, during the day. But that song, this, this Alicia Keys song, it was just, to be honest, like I would play it and I would just see sort of people turn around and be like, oh, I forgot about that song in the vault. And it was a huge hit in like 2009. And, and I love the R&B, you know, pop hits. So I, just was like in the meantime of working on this music, the new music as it gets mixed and all, and all that good stuff. Um, let's just put up, put up a cover. Yeah. So, um, Alicia Keys, unthinkable. And I, I worked with Savannah Santos again on that. Um, she's just a brilliant producer and songwriter in this town. And so she and I, um, worked up that song. We released it yesterday, which was what January, whatever day it is. Yeah. And then we've got, um, our original music coming out in March, same crew. Uh, Savannah's producing it and, um, I wrote most of the new music with her and Summer. Um, and then a couple of the songs feature, uh, some other writers, um, Zach Dyer, who we love here at the listening room. Um, Fancy Haygood is on, um, a song on the new record and, um, it's just a great little team of collaborators. Uh, a couple of songs that are possibly in the mix are, um, written with myself and Chris Galbuda. Um, mm. so I'm just really excited about this new batch of, of yeah. music. That's really my message. Yeah. When does that come out? The first single will be March 1st and, um, sort of putting teasers out as we do on social media. Which is, is that a, don't well, come to my show? Don't come to my show. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is another one that kind of raises like you see in the crowd when you play it, um, at your writer's rounds and, and they're like, oh man, you know, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. And it, and it's not like don't come to my show because you know, you've got an audience of whatever they do for work and they're like, no, I get that. But I'm just replacing that with like, don't show up at my, my workplace and don't, you know, don't, you know, hit me up on, on, on text or whatever. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm excited about, about this, this new batch, just lyrically mostly, um, to share. Let's dive into that first single a little bit. Sure. Um, and, and talk about just the, the, the full story of like the idea and all that. Um, so, uh, I would say in the rooms, uh, you know, I talked about my drumming background, but as I sort of grew out of that, I was really, my other strength is bringing in those ideas. Yeah. We all have something that we have to stretch in that room. Right. You, and then you put those perfect groups together. Whereas Summer is so good at lyric, you know, her dad's Paul and has, it's in her blood songwriting. Yeah. It's like, I learned so much from her, um, about just the art and the craft and respecting the songwriting. 
And then you've got Savannah, who's a producer. So she's doing the track stuff. And she was in uh, a group called Avenue Beat that, you know, took off in 2020 for their viral hit and just is is just brilliant at production. So I'm coming in as sort of like guitar artist in the room at that moment, which isn't always the case. And I just would hit them with like the notes in my phone. And I find a lot of my ideas come um, traveling or on long, long walks, which I take like every day, like three times a day. And so I'm just writing different notes. And I love a a good five word title. I think that just hits on the hook really well. Um, Just making sure. (laughs) And and so I had this five word title. I'm like, you guys know I love a good five word title. It just hits better at the end. And um, I was talking about, you know, when an ex just shows up unannounced, uninvited to a show and they're standing in the back and it's just like, why are you here? We, you know, it's very clear. We are not meant to be together for any reason, whether it was your choice or my choice. Um, and they just nodded. They were like, oh my gosh. And you can tell the energy in the room where yeah. it's like, oh yeah, let's go back to that idea. Um, so we did. And then we developed it more into like the choruses. Don't come to my show. Don't call on my birthday. Don't talk to my friends. Don't send me a song. Don't, um, don't drop off my clothes. Don't, uh, send me a drink from the end of the bar. Like, you know what I need. Like it's, it's all about we're done. Yeah. Um, don't. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of sassy, but production wise, um, I'm playing the drums on it. So it's my moment on the full kit. Yes, It's pretty cool. It was a decision we made like at the very end of the production process. It's like, we could either hire this out as an indie artist, that stuff adds up. So Savannah and I kind of chatted through. She's like, let's just have you do a pass on it. I'll mic up this kit that I have. So we spent like an hour. I just started playing different grooves. We ended up cutting those drums. Um, and no one's going to tell, you know what I mean? So it's like, just, just do it. If you can do it and there's a feel to it. So I'm on the drums. Um, we've got uh, I'm playing acoustic as well. And then um, another awesome Nashville um, artist, uh, musician, Ellen Angelico, is playing the guitars. Mm. So um, she's just a badass female guitar player. And um, so it's got a Nashville feel. So it could kind of fit in that alt Nashville country pop while still like maybe landing on Lightning 100, you know, because yeah. it's got that yeah. sort of, I don't know indie feel yeah yeah i love it can yeah. we get a little sneak peek oh my gosh should we play i don't, I mean i can try i didn't write it on guitar so i wonder hmm should we just i'm play, putting you on the should spot should we play it like uh, an audio of it uh yeah we can do that i can try i can try to get through the chorus can i use a cheat sheet sure okay. yeah i'll get through the chorus for you guys oh man chris I know. Uh, it's okay. We do. We do this. We You're do a pro. This. Thank you. Okay, let's do it. Learning your songs is also a whole other thing when you yeah, write I still so much. Don't know right? my songs. I know. I know. I've been trying to get better at it, um, just with writing so much. All right. Here's the chorus of "Don't Come to My Show." So don't come to my show Don't call on my birthday Don't 
Send me a drink from the end of the bar Like you know what I need Honestly, what I needed Was you to say sorry But that's just not who you are So don't act like we're friends Cause you know you're no good at that part Act like someone who broke my heart So good. I can't there wait for it that to come out. March yes. 1st. Yes. yes. March 1st. Sounds much better than that little ditty, but I can't wait to hear the groove and the drums. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it'll be fun to to listen in knowing that that little um fact. But yep, it's been a fun journey, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank You've you. absolutely killed it and Thank are you. gonna continue to. So we'll keep watching and Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Shout out to the listening room and and to you for doing stuff mm. like this and keeping our community just fed and alive and well, truly. Um every single person that like I bring on this stage is humbled the second they stand here. So that's all thanks to you and for building this mm. um amazing platform for for singer songwriters in Nashville. Thank you. Of course. Appreciate that. Yep. Um before we wrap up, okay. Uh-oh. Uh, I, uh, you said you listened to Bonner's episode, so you might know what's coming. Okay. Did you listen to the whole episode? Uh, th- is this the question? The yeah. five, what is it? I'm just going to ask you. Okay. Spitfire, like, um, okay. Okay. So, oh um, you have been here about 10 years. You've learned a lot. You've gone through it. So if you're going back to Chicago to eight-year-old Gina, what advice do you give yourself today? Um, trust the process, trust yourself, um, have fun, do your best, have fun. Love it. Don't forget to have fun. Yeah. I take things so seriously. Like I I do. So it's just like I, if I could go back to eight year old G, I'd say, you know, you got this. Just chill. Yeah. (laughs) I need to be told that now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I love it. Okay. What yeah. else you got for me? Uh, that's, that's, that's it. That's the question. Okay, wait. That's, I, gotta, that's the I, question. I need to ask you a question. Okay. All right. Okay, let's go. Let's say same thing. I, I'm seriously curious. What do you tell eight-year-old Chris um, thinking about where you're at today? Uh, mm. See, it's not easy. No. Um, yeah, I ask everybody this. It's never been turned around on me. So thank you for that. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I think it would just be, um, to follow your dream and trust that it will work out Mm. a lot sooner than Um, you think. Yeah. Like not that, not that the plan will work out sooner than you think, but like trust in it like earlier on. Um, and I like, I guess what I mean by that is like, I moved to town to chase his dream. And I was playing five nights a week at Tootsie's. Um, but I was paying, paying the bills more so by being a banker by day. And I let my dream kind of start to slip away mm. because I kept getting promoted and all of this. And like the next thing you know, is like, banking was up here and music was down here and I just wasn't, I wasn't doing it. And I was like, this isn't what I moved to Nashville for. 
Um, and it was when I finally was like, I'm going to, I'm going to just do this and trust in it. Um, like, I think I would have told my eight year old self, like, Hey, you've got what it takes. Don't second guess yourself and just go for it. And could you ever think that this is like what it like led to? No. Cause this is like beyond probably anything you ever imagined. No. Yeah. I mean the word I, I tell people all the time, like we're not a cafe. I mean, you know, we're, we're 250 seats in the venue and with a full, you know, front room, like mm. the, the, what I thought it would be is what I started, which was a cafe. Like wow. it was the listening room cafe. It was. Yeah. You don't really think about that. Like it, it's in yeah. the name, but it's not like we're not going and having yeah. coffee. We're going to go see I mean, some We literally had music. 40, 50 seats and you know, and I, I was, like I said, coming off of banking job, making more money than I ever thought I'd make in my life. And you know, it was like, Telling my mom and dad, like, hey, I'm going to quit this job mm. and mm -hmm. that's crazy. start a music venue. Oh, my gosh. And they were like, oh, what? Thank like, God you did. So, yeah. I mean, Nashville just wouldn't be Nashville without without it, without you, without this place. I mean that. Mm. Thank um, you. And, and then once people experience it, they, they, um, they realize that this is real Nashville. Because, I mean, it's like it's. It's what the songwriting community tells your tourists what to do. So then once they experience it, they're like, oh, no, if you want real Nashville, this is where you go. Mm. Doesn't matter which night of the week. Just go. And then they know. And then their friends, you know, you've probably seen it happen like that where it's just like it spreads because it's just word of mouth. Yeah. So now the shows are just slammed for brunch. You know, the last brunch we played with um, Lexi and Bree Kennedy was amazing. And it was a Saturday at one o'clock. Yeah. And it was like these people were just hungry and thirsty for music and entertainment. And it was, I think we sold it out for yeah. our Saturday. I think brunch. I was here that Saturday. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah. And yeah. And so you built that. It's just, it's fun to. I didn't build it. I yeah. came up with the idea. Okay. And I, I chased that dream, but I didn't build it. You, you built it. Oh. Uh, you know, the, all of the songwriters built it. My staff built it. Like it's, you know, like, um. I, I could not do this without the amazing songwriters that come on this stage and share their stories and with the amazing staff that we have so true. here, it's, you know, Nashville built it. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's so great. Well, we're happy that you didn't give up on it and that, you know, the banking thing didn't work out because it doesn't yeah. sound as fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't worn a suit and tie unless uh, I'm going to a wedding or a funeral. Isn't in that like a great feeling? 20 years. Yeah. yeah that's so, like, yeah. that's the dream, right? That's yeah. living the dream. Yeah. Um, we get to wear like Canadian tuxedos to yeah. work every day. Yeah. And I actually, I rarely even wear a tie if I'm going to one of those things. Right. Like, you know, right. My mom will be like, you're not going to put a tie on. You're, you're not going to shave. You know, I'm like, express yourself. This is who I am. I love it. Yeah. So, oh, well, Gina, thank you so much for the time, and um, thank you for being one of our unsigned artists. And uh, we're uh, we're huge supporters, as you know. We love you, and uh, we're just going to keep cheering you on. Thanks, Chris, and thanks, listening room. It's a great conversation today, first podcast. So, thank you. Oh, sweet. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys, everybody out there for listening. Make sure you check out the liner notes. We will share all the details on how you can follow Gina and us, and we will see you next time. This has been an episode of Stories Behind the Songs with Chris Blair. 
For more information after the show, head over to chrisblair.com. That's where you can find information on these episodes, trailer notes, video links, all kinds of great stuff. Also, make sure to leave us a great rating on iTunes. Like and follow us on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. I really hope that you think this show is awesome and we really appreciate the love and support. I promise to keep gathering great content and continuing to sit down with more amazing songwriters and artists as we grow. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for the support. We'll see you next time.